All right. All right. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Leo Rush versus Extreme Tiger. Uh, for the record, I I don't know what an extreme tiger is. Uh it's it's like a like a tiger. Yeah. More extreme, Rick. More extreme. Wouldn't that just be a saber tooth tiger at that point? That you know what saber tooth tiger is a is a gimmick that I'm surprised has not happened yet. You know, there's all there's been a million different shitty indie. What what if Zack Saber Jr. teamed up with Extreme Tiger and they could be Extreme Saber Tiger? Saber Saber Tooth Tiger actually that's that's actually fucking brilliant. <laughs> I've been on a roll the last uh, eleven hours. Well, the fact that you're watching something with uh, an indie match with Leo Russian and you haven't fucking you know shot yourself in the head. Eh, it was perfectly acceptable wrestling. Yeah. I, uh, I, as I, as I age, I have to find more and more ways to, um, delude myself into believing that I can separate the artist from the art. Yeah. Anyway. I mean, Leo's fine. He's not, he hasn't been canceled. He's just, he just had his issues with the WWE, like I'm sure many people do. And I think, you know, probably in the future, there will be times where people go, oh, you know what? Maybe he was right for hating working at the WWE. Well, good morning, everyone. I am uh, the Wrestling Nerd Radio Network's answer to Simon Miller, except I'm not positive about anything. I'm just in better shape than everyone else. The Sussman, Rick Sussman. And I am here with my... (laughs) The real American dadass, Jesse Long. There, that one's for you, Jesse. Oh, thank you. Thank you. We are are back after a couple of... um, uh, unfortunately, come some some just wonky timing. Uh, we yeah, it was weird timing. Every, yeah, every other week, but in the last couple of months, we've had random Saturday events sort of happening, yeah. and of course, uh, the uh, the the uh, uh, celebration of the birth of one of Jesse's Hellions, which had to have come to pass, and we're very yeah. excited that Jesse's spawn continues to um, excel at living, which is great. Yeah, no, he's done a good job. He did a good job. Uh... Actually, he was the one that uh, we had a we had a brush with. Oh no, it's not going to happen. <laughs> that ah. was that was fun. That was fun. Yeah. Uh, not to get not to get too serious, but uh, holding your um, I don't even know if he was one yet. I don't even, yeah, it was right before he turned one. He had a he had a seizure, and um, and so holding your not even one year old child in your arms, going, he's not even going to make it to one while he's like turning like blue because he can't he's not breathing that was really fun um and i uh, yeah i i hope to never that was one of the worst experiences of my life luckily he's it, it turned out it was a febrile seizure which i which the next day my mother-in-law was like oh yeah nikki's had a couple of those when she was a baby it's you know it's fine it's you know it's scary but it's fine i'm just like i, I, I didn't know that it's fun watching your internet try and catch up with your uh, exceedingly irreverent behavior. Oh, yeah. I have to be still so the internet doesn't freak out. Like, In fairness, you chose to do this in your pool yeah, as some fault. sort of, I don't know, testament to your douchebaggery, which I appreciate. I appreciate. Yeah. However, 
if you're going to podcast from out of your pool, you would better have your own internet, like your own internet. Like you should be named Jesse Spectrum. Jesse Spectrum. I'm, I'm sure. Like I'm sure Jesse and Spectrum probably has a conversation that many people have had over the years. Yeah, that's also true. So anyway, <clears throat> welcome everybody to um, uh, the Pride Edition episode of. Uh, yes. The uh, Team Hammerfist presents our uh, Power Hour. Um, I am wearing uh, Jesse's incredible design, uh, Wrestling is for Everyone shirt. Unfortunately, you can't see the whole thing or you'll stand up and see my dick print. And there's no point to that as we are already plenty uh, canceled. Oh, as it is. Yeah. yeah I, I actually was trying to find my, uh, my Pride shirt. I couldn't find it. So I went with a, a rebellious Star Wars shirt. So something. Yes. Well, I mean, listen, if only it had a rainbow on it, because as we know, Disney in June wants the gay money, and they've been <laughs> after that gay money for many years. Disney, for all of its faults, of which I am no fan, uh, as has been very well documented, has always... Rick, you, you're not a fan of Disney Corp. <laughs> what the... the... They have always welcomed Pride Month, however, and yeah. it was always yeah. it was always a thing to see a bunch of dudes at Disney wearing red shirts. That was yeah, that was a legit thing for a very yeah. long time, and that was and they've always been a, they, they've always had yeah. gay day. They, they've always like been supportive of gay days, mm-hmm. you know. So, so say what you will, but Disney figured out a long time ago that uh, the L uh, the LGBT plus community has a lot of disposable income. So, give me the money. <laughs> especially, especially if you put their symbols on it. And then they're like, yes. oh, oh, yeah. Well, I think I saw one of my favorite memes so far this month is, give me your gay money. And, uh, and I was like, yeah, all right, that's, that's cool. We now accept gay coin. Yeah. <laughs> How gay coin hasn't become a, a doge-based meme economy? I don't know, but that would be great. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Queer coin? We'll get on that, right? Queer coin. Quirge? Quirge? Yeah, I, I don't know how to... There's, there's got to be a doge way of, of saying something LGBT-related. We're going to get on that. We're going to... I'm going to tell you right now, I have actually looked into how to make crypto, because I was just like... Not that I really am interested in crypto, but it was one of those like, okay, if it's something as simple as I pay $10 into this website and I upload an image, and then there's, you know you know, fucking hashtag internet title coin, I, I would have, there would have been at least like five wrestlingers radio network based coin out there, but it's not, more, it's not more easy. More importantly, the co- if you can figure out how to make an, a new coin like Ethereal or any of this other horse shit, yeah. what it really, what it really truly is more than anything is you start at a value base that is so innocuous, like, one one trillionth of a dollar, which is mm-hmm. what happened with Dogecoin. Yeah. And then when it goes up to 50 cents, people are like, oh, well, you know, the price increase from a trillionth to yeah. 50 cents yeah. is and literally zillions of dollars. Yeah. It's not a penny, but it's like it's an atom of a penny. But then if right. it's an atom of a penny and now it's worth 50 cents, that's a, that is a big price increase. It's a gigantic one. So that's the whole yeah. point of the crypto bu- boom and bust. A yeah. lot of my friends are trying to get me into crypto because it's a quick, easy scheme. And here's my re- here's my response to all of it. I'm I'm good. Yeah. You guys yeah. enjoy yourselves. Yeah. 
Yeah, my my the froge coin at, at work was it was 100 that we are going to make we will make stickers and that is about it we will, we will continuously well, joke about froge coin but that we're never gonna we're not gonna drive it i mean you know, like i said actually it, it, send froge coin to the moon i just want to be on a spaceship i want it to get on the moon like if yeah. the coin actually makes it to the moon that's important but you know there's yeah. only been 12 people who set foot on the moon so anyway yeah. On this week's episode, Jesse and I are going to sort of freewheel it because holy mm-hmm. shit, everything's terrible. Yeah. And uh, there, it comes a time where Jesse and I, so, you know, we, we've been doing this more often than not. Typically, we have a rundown and we try and adhere to it. But yeah, lately, I don't know. It's just been like, oh, look, there's uh, there's there's Kevin Sullivan, Jimmy Hart, and that chick who puts horns on her head. We might as well talk about them, I guess. I, I don't know. <laughs> First, I'd like to start with something very positive that I can take credit for, and that is Nick Camarado. And I'm going to take <laughs> because Nick has put in a lot of time and a lot of effort and is a gigantic human being of which I did not know for a very long time that he's yeah. so big or I would not have made fun of him to his face when I did. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to have to sit there and go like, okay, how... How personal, how attacky <laughs> did I get back on iowrestling.net and in my in my eFed promos? Did I did I or did I not say that I would shit on his mother's grave so I could win the uh, PCW uh, jobberweight title? <laughs> Well, I can tell you this, and this is a true story. Nick Camarado, who just main evented AEW Dynamite last night for those playing at home in a uh, bull rope on a pole match against uh, Dustin Rhodes. I don't know if it was on a pole. I'm just making the no. There was no pole. I, I did. I actually did watch it. It was. Um, okay. It was. It was. It, it was pretty good. Yeah. I'm sorry. I've just been. I've just been listening to too much Ollie North, and I. I just. <laughs> it's everything now. He. I like that he started incorporating the um, barely an inconvenience gimmick from Screen Rant. So, like, right. all of my social media and all of my YouTube, <laughs> channel, like, the algorithm that decides what YouTube should play for me doesn't even know what the fuck to do. It's like, <laughs> you want to watch two dudes out in the middle of Cambodia build something, or would you like to watch more Hearthstone videos, or perhaps pro wrestling? And I'm yeah, just that's watching. That's gotta YouTube. be it for me too. That's it for me too. It's it's. Do you want to watch more pro wrestling? Or would you like to hear more about uh, Power Rangers toys? And I was yeah. like, hmm, poor algorithm, man. <laughs> like, there's some CIA agent who's in charge of listening to all the bullshit I spew on the internet. And that guy's probably like, Jesus Christ, Rick, pick a lane. Just pick a lane. <laughs> Come on, I really, bro. like, eventually, I need to know, I need to know my, my, my specifically assigned CIA agent's name. And I'd like to send him a condolence. Always, whenever we're having very long uh, conversations about politics, which we don't anymore because now politics has returned to business as usual, i.e. nothing terrible happening, but also lots of bad things happening, but no one talks about it. So it's okay yeah. again. So yeah, it's, now that, the, yeah. The, the color of his tie is blue, therefore it's okay now. Yeah, so some small changes have happened, but mostly everything's still miserable, but nothing really to talk about. So we would constantly reference the nice CIA man who's apparently listening, and we would say, and in case you're wondering, sir, my underwear is pink today. 
Um, <laughs> but let's talk about Nick Camarado. Let's talk about our history with him. Let's talk about how awesome it is to see a honest-to-God 20-year friend of ours yeah. main event yeah. a major pro wrestling television show. Yeah. Um, we've no, had I, a lot I, of friends yeah. in pro wrestling. Hang on. i got to say no, that. No, yeah. We've had a lot of friends in pro wrestling go very far, but no one has ever had the journey of Nick Camarado, who started out very literally as a teenager on a wrestling board with Jesse and I, only a couple of years younger than Jesse, I think. Yeah, he's and, only a few years younger than me, yeah. And he started out as in an E-Fed, just like we did, uh, or I guess you did. I was always the internet. but Yeah, I think you were in it before I was. No, no, no. I was definitely not. I, because I, I got brought in by my buddy Sal, and you were, you and Jetty were already there. Um, anyway, yeah. it's not here nor there. He is a young person who wanted to make pro wrestling his life, and unlike Jesse and I, actually did something about it. Um, yeah. So Nick started out as a really shitty Ethed poster who had some good ideas, but by and large, you can tell wasn't super wordsmithy. And maybe yeah. wasn't you know, a high level intelligence. But the one thing Nick never did was bitch about anything. He was always just very excited to be there and, you know, seemed to actually enjoy the concept of e-fetting, which, if I'm honest, is not something I could ever take credit for or say I ever did. Um, yeah. I, I think it's just because he just loves pro wrestling. So mm -hmm. he hung out with us on the Internet. I just saw one of the Hollywood blondes take a suplex in the middle of a road. That's weird. Sorry, not Hollywood blondes, <laughs> uh, dirty blondes. Anyway, um, and now he's now he's a full-fledged wrestler. He got into NXT, I think, twice and was released twice. I think. I no, think. it was just once. He, I think, he had like he had like a tryout, and then oh, and then okay. like later on he got signed. But then uh, and then he got you know fired last year with a, with their big COVID cuts. So, which you and I always thought that was weird because when we finally saw Nick for the first time as a full-grown man, we were like. That's a huge man. That's, oh my god! Yeah. That's a big boy. Yeah. <laughs> no, Nick is a big boy. He was yeah. He was, he trained at he trained at Monster Factory, so he um uh, so I know he has a connection. He had like a connection with QT, who he's in a stable with now. Uh, he has a connection to Matt Riddle, which is uh, unfortunate, but um <laughs> depending on depending on depending on who you are, I mean. Raw yeah. is only good because of Matt Riddle, or the only thing good on Raw is because of Matt Riddle. So this I don't know. That's Take what you did, I guess. Yeah, anyway, um, no, yeah, he, um, yeah, he, he trained at the Monster Factory. I think. I, I mean, I'm sure he's trained other places. I don't think he only trained at the Monster Factory, and um, I then, and obviously six weeks at the Monster Factory, and that was it. Yeah. Um, no, and then um, obviously he trained, you know, NXT. I it it was it was obviously very disappointing last year when he got let go. Um, if, if anything, just because he didn't, nothing, not not a, not a knock on him, but he didn't do anything in NXT. NXT didn't do anything with him. They, they, yeah, they didn't know, give him anything. He, he had a, he, he, in the beginning, he kind of had his gimmick that he kind of has now, um, which is just, you know, you know, Nick Camarado. Nick Camarado, you know, like big, big, burly dude. Um, he, uh, um, what's his nuts? Uh, can't think of the guy. Uh, wild man. Oh my god! I don't know, but he was in a tag Brody. team right before. Jesus Christ! Who? Brody. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. He yeah he looks he like a like a swole like a, Bruiser Brody. 
Um, yeah, like, like and, a very ripped to shred Bruiser Brody, who's a little bit more yeah, soft spoken. Which, 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 to be perfectly honest, if have you if you have someone on your roster who looks like a ripped to shit Bruiser Brody, how the fuck do you not do something with him? That um, has always been my question. That has always been. My I mean, question. we'll get that's a, that's a question we're gonna have for about seven different people a little yeah. bit later, but yeah, um, just, just shortly. I, yeah. So um, then he was in a team with Rick Boogs. Um, who was just now on SmackDown. They were they were a team for a little while in like the house show circuit, but then the house show circuit went dead. And then so did his time at NXT. But and then obviously it was really disappointing. But you know, I'm glad he you know he made his you know, he he became one of like the 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 part time players on AEW Dark during, you know, the 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 no fans at Daily's place era and that obviously he made, proved himself obviously proved himself invaluable. And, you know, they saw something in him because uh, the people in AEW have eyeballs. Um, so, you know, I'm it, I'm really glad to see, you know, obviously so now he's part of this, you know, faction with QT and Anthony Agogo and Aaron Solo, which, you know, those are all fine people, unfortunately. For Anthony Agogo, it was uh, Memorial Day weekend when he had to, when he had to face Cody, so... Yes, uh, Anthony Agogo is suffering the fates of being dispatched by the Homelander for the benefit being, of all Americans. Being foreign on an American holiday. Well, that'll that'll teach him. Yeah, that will teach him. Such a foreign heel, British. Those, those, those. Going, I love Anthony Agogo and his and how he's like America's shit, and I'm like, well, let's not talk about England's history, okay? <laughs> I, 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 I do love the the notion of. Uh, how a foreign heel works. I don't, I don't think a foreign heel works in wrestling. Anyway. I mean, obviously, it really doesn't. But, like, the notion that they, you know, the foreign heel can come out and be like, your country is shit, and I hate it. My country is so much better. And I'm just sitting there going, like, oh, well, right. We all have like, the internet now, though. Let me... No, oh, England. England. Oh, God! <laughs> me looks like Belarus. Oh! Oh, no! Yeah. Yeah, probably you know in the in the in the Let's prequel movie to Problematic Histories, yeah. the pre- <laughs> that is about England. So let's look up. Uh, let's look up another another history real quick. Look, Jenna, check out shine. Ooh, we're not going to do that. Okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so very big shout out to our good friend Nick. Um, he was. Uh, he, to his credit, I think he's. <laughs> I I appreciate him big timing us now and ignoring our existence because oh, that I, means, you know what that's that's perfect. I love it. It's amazing. It is fun. It is fun being yeah. big timed by a guy who I trained how to do promos when he was seventeen. But it's okay. It's <laughs> seventeen. Did, nothing, Rick. We're talking fourteen. Yeah, that's true. That's yeah. true. I forgot he was really yeah. young. But look, yeah. look. So was I. I. I was fourteen when I started that shit. We've. Like I was fourteen, and so he would have he would if he was around like maybe like a year later than me. So he was like thirteen, twelve, thirteen years old. Twelve, thirteen. Um, yeah, could have been blade. But I was still losing to him. We'll never know. Uh, at any rate, I uh, I'm glad that he's big timing us now because that makes yeah. me happy. So good on you, Nick Camarado. Hopefully, you'll remember that we exist. But if you don't, I'm proud of you. It's like that scene in um, Goodwill Hunting where Ben Affleck goes to find uh, uh, Matt Damon. And he's like, "Oh, I guess he's just not here anymore." And he goes, "Oh yeah, he's just not here anymore." Good. <laughs> so yeah, he's so, the he's the person at the uh, at the 
or wrestle power reunion uh brunch that we're all just like oh where's nick oh nick's being successful <laughs> he's he's off actually doing what we were all pretending we were doing oh, yeah. <laughs> so you got, your, you got mma you got your you got your mma stuff and i would say that's probably that probably leaves you being like this second or third closest in, in in that in that uh in the group of nerds i would i would say i i, I don't know i mean you know jason's got his whole cat sanctuary thing up and running plus he lives in the future so there's that yeah um ryan yeah. has a, like has a family and that seems pretty good uh and then andrew and the packers always make him sad so you know we miss our oh there friends. you go yeah we, we miss all of them also, uh, I'm still mad about my title reign not uh, being overshadowed by the man in black. Anyway. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm still, I mean, I'm still salty that uh, I, I never won the Wrestle Power title over over JMC. So, you know, it's fine. It's, it's something I can, something that keeps me up at night. It's fine. I guarantee you those guys don't think about it anywhere near the level. Of oh, you. no. Moving no on. one does. No one does. Now, now that we've had five minutes of positive, uh, uh, good talk, yeah. it's time that we come to a conclusion about pro wrestling, <laughs> biggest yeah. industry uh, leader. Speaking of uh, WWE Long, budget cuts. Yeah, Jesse Long, I have gotten to the point where I just, I don't know if I can bring myself to really talk about the WWE anymore. What do you got? Uh, what, are you, what are you trying out? I got, I got me a liquid death. Oh, okay. you can get you to. can get it at Publix now. I am so happy. If, I'm not it, paying a dollar sixty nine for water. I'm, yeah, I'm just not. No, I, I understand that. I it I uh, I did make the mistake of um I, I I was like I was I had to go to Publix and um, um but I was like ah, I'm thirsty. Oh, I'll grab a liquid death. Um and and so I'm like in my car and I'm just you know drinking it along and i just realized if i i realize if a cop passes me i am in such shit because this looks like uh i don't know like a paul modello at in passing jesse, so. jesse i'm gonna let you in on a secret no yes. cop is looking twice at you this is true this is true a hundred percent you could be in your car with like a crack pipe and a and an ak over your shoulder and a police officer will take one look at you and be like, wrong shade, and move along. That yeah. will be the end of it. I assure, yeah. I assure you. I'll get, I'll get a from them. and <laughs> Amen, I, brother. I assure you. No, you're not wrong. The WWE uh, released a whole mess of people again this week. And the majority of these releases, much like the week prior and the week prior, ha well, not much like the week, I'm sorry. The majority of these most recent releases have a lot of people in the industry going, do what now? Yeah, this was one of the few times, like, I mean, yeah, uh, you know, we were, we, you know, we were talking about Nick getting cut last year. And, like, and again, no disparagement to Nick, but he was a, he was a, and he was, he was a PC trainee. You know, he had, yeah. I don't, he hadn't even shown up on WWE. He hadn't even shown up on NXT TV yet. And, I don't think he would say too much to the otherwise and be like, well, they weren't doing anything with me. So, yeah, uh, and, but we're talking about, so like Braun Strowman and Aleister Black. Aleister Black closed SmackDown last week. He was the, yeah. like, the last thing was him kicking Big E's head into the third round of video screens. Um, but uh, yeah, so like the fact that they are, that they 
fired active top level talent. Like, okay, yeah, Santana Garrett. You know, whatever. Then Santana Garrett that was, was on probably, that. Yeah, Santana getting fired was probably the only group, member of that group to be released. So everyone just sort of went, oh, okay, well, they okay, yeah. Do a whole lot with her. Yeah, but like Buddy Murphy. Not, yeah, they weren't really doing anything with him either. But, he's but been like, on he was still three fucking years. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, uh, and yeah, he's been a top level talent for a while. He he's been circling around, you know, uh, uh, Seth Rollins and the Mysterios for you know the past six months. Like, and all of a sudden you're just like, I I I really feel like this has to. Uh, I, I'm wondering aloud if this is them going who wants out we'll give you an out because they because they obviously notoriously don't like and obviously alistair black has his 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 issues with the company because you know like they fired his wife very let me let me me cut you off Mm. uh have some folks who are still in the industry who i've talked to about this Mm. and give me give that rick sussman inside take well it's not really much of an inside take because it's the god's honest truth they also were blindsided by a lot of these. Oh, yeah. I, 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 I've I heard that, a, too. I have a feeling that none of this was planned. And I've been, I've been listening to a lot of podcasts and reading a lot of you know, stuff. I think this was done completely and totally on the fly by um, uh, what we're seeing from the WWE is a very slow, out-in-the-open, hostile takeover. We're yeah. actually watching it happen in real time. And, you know, you've got, you basically, you're watching the McMahons slowly lose all their power. And people who are making the major decisions of the company are no longer named yeah. Vince or Shane or Stephanie mm-hmm. or Linda Definitely. or even Hunter or Paul. Yeah. Paul. Yeah. Um, you're watching people get cut left, right, and center. The only logical answer is what a lot of people are, are predicting, which is the WWE is about to be sold probably to NBC Universal. Probably. Um, probably. But there's no way to verify that. But that no, is the only I mean, logical yeah. answer. Yeah, that, I, or either the no only other logic involved. Yeah, I, I, yeah I, that's the only, how, how, exactly. No, you have to imagine that's exactly what's going on. I, I really, I think, um, to, to the two points to that, um, uh, A, yeah, it was 100% like blindsided. I, I remember listening to on the Wrestle Talk podcast, he was mentioning that um, that day, Liv Morgan was like interviewed by somebody and she was just like over the moon, super excited about like, you know, what the future holds for the Riot Squad. And then like she gets off that podcast and it's like, oh, my best friend just got fired. So like, yeah, there was, uh, these people were like, hundred percent caught off guard and uh the, the 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 about about to get sold i think it was uh some i don't know who the hell it was it was Meltzer or sean rossap or somebody in the industry who actually knows them. um uh <laughs> they they said that yeah nick khan who's the new you know the person seemingly spearheading this massive takeover um uh no relation to tony um it, it you know just bought a house in california He's not staying in Stanford for very long. Right. Yeah. Uh, I mean, obviously, people people can have more than one house. But, like, you know. I have a feeling that this is all sort of, like, if you sort of, re- if you sort of put all the pieces together. So, Raw hasn't just been bad. 
it's been stagnant. It's been literally the same show in one way, shape, or form for about six months since WrestleMania. Oh, yeah, maybe, maybe it's been awful. Room. Yeah, yeah. Oh no, even before that. Yeah, it's it's just been it's been the worst, and it, it it's been impossible to watch. And I my the only way I get raw now is through listening to podcasts of people like uh, wrestle talk that's all i, I only listen to wrestle talk. I only, yeah my, my, I don't, my i can't listen to a million raw, of them but i'm gonna say my interest in raw is a review that lasts about five minutes um yeah, exactly but i i can't for the life of me figure out like if you had if you had cut all those people right and braun Strowman wasn't on that list i would have just said it's the wwe being the wwe i don't care yeah the yeah, they they, they they have like Alistair Black. Honestly, Alistair Black is probably one of those like big names. There, was like, I'm like, it doesn't. That one doesn't surprise me that much because a he has he he had been sitting on the shelf, not injured, but just on the shelf. Creative has nothing for you for six months, and it all stemmed from the issues that the company had with his wife. And right. you know, like the, you you can't imagine like it, you can't uh, like Zelina Vega the way she left. Everyone's been just sitting there. Like everyone, like, like Zelina's over here, and everyone's looking at Alistair Black, going like, "Okay, what's next? You coming? You going? What are you what you doing?" And and so that one doesn't surprise me, but no, him, the fact that you, the fact that the fact that they cut Braun Strowman, who was recently world champion, who was fighting mm-hmm. for the world title, who was on Raw every week, they created yeah. a freaking sound clip for him as his big yeah. choo-choo move. Uh, you know, he's got gone down in recent WWE history as some of the most memorable moments, whether you yeah. like or not, you know, like from the fun stuff of like lifting over giant, you know, trucks to winning the tag titles with a child. But Braun yeah. Strowman has been a major piece of the WWE puzzle for a while. So firing yeah. him after you give him a three and a half million dollar contract extension for the next five years is more than suspect. It is beyond yeah. suspect. It is you're literally just cutting money for the sake of cutting money. This is not long term mm-hmm. booking. This is not well. You know we've got to free up some talent. Who are you freeing up Braun Strowman money for? Who yeah. are you going to go get? Exactly. Yeah. No. Getting rid of Braun Strowman. That's the same. Like it, 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 I mean, I you know, it, that, that's like getting rid of Seth Rollins or. Yeah. No, it really is. That's uh, maybe not. Maybe not Roman Reigns, but you know, like getting rid of you know, like that level. It's close. It's very close to just saying, "Well, Roman Reigns costs too much," because mm-hmm. if you can't figure out that one of the key pieces of the company is Braun Strowman, I I, uh, I don't know what to tell you. No. And what and like it's not like you know it's not like we just it's not like we've been sitting through five years of Braun Strowman spinning his wheels he was he had gotten to the point where he was white hot massive over too like the get these hands stick was like he he had some genuinely like iconic moments and he was always seemingly a company man you know he did whatever the wwe wanted he lost the he he got into better shape than you know yeah he was ripped to shit when he got started and then he got in better shape um you know like and you know, they, they, he did every stupid little cartoony thing that they asked of him. And so, yeah, it's, it, it was them seeing who's the most expensive person that we can lose. And I mean, you would have to think, but yeah. I still don't, I still don't think that he can, he's a guy that can, could have been lost. I still yeah. don't understand 
Like, this doesn't make any sense to me. To say that you can lose Braun Strowman is inauthentic. It's it's bullshit. This is not Kevin Nash sitting on the side of the, you know, road collecting a paycheck from WCW. Yeah, I, I and you know nothing not to not to be overly crass about it, but you know like if you're WWE, how do you if you're just trying to save money, how do you get rid of Braun Strowman and not just offload uh, thirty you know NXT and two hundred five live people? Like it, it, you know if you're if it's you're just trying just to save money, to I'm gonna I'm gonna let you in on a secret. Three point five million dollars in five years is fifteen million dollars. Yeah, I'll let you have a little bit of a secret. Uh, that's nothing. That well, is, yeah, that is nothing. Yeah, uh, I, I I don't know how better else to say it, but that is nothing. <laughs> yeah, so no, no. The in, in big money, in big money, so Jeff Bezos, Jeff Bezos just shit out a check for fifteen million dollars just now. Um, he makes $15,000 a minute. Ezo. So, yeah. So, yeah. So it, it takes him about three hours. Anyway, um, I don't really know what the point is to watching this program anymore. There is no way to get invested. There is, because if guys like in the main event or people who were just part of the women's tag division going for the tag belts, which I know the women's tag division, there's no need to get into it. I know, yeah. I know. But if these care, if these folks are not worth the WWE's time to um, to curate, who's to say that Big E just doesn't get chopped next or yeah. any of them? Again, it's Braun Strowman. It's not. It's not a guy like uh, you know who we all love, like uh, um, Samoa Joe, who we think is great, but was definitely at the twilight of his career when the WWE of course, picked him yeah. up. Yeah, yeah, Samoa Joe's 100% like a, a good example of, you know, someone that could have been let go as much as we love Samoa Joe. It's like, okay, well, you know, he was he was just a commentator and he would have had to go through some medical hoops to get really clear just because he's had a lot of injuries and he's not old, but let he's, me, yeah. Let me, let, me, let me remind you of something. Whose contract recently expired? Uh, I, who? Daniel Bryan. Amdrag. Oh yeah, Amdrag's yeah. not under WWE contract. No, anymore. he's not. No, he's not. So Amdrag is gone, and Braun Strowman is gone, and obviously Samoa Joe is gone that we mentioned. But Alistair Black, the, like, still like top Alistair level talent. Black. Yeah. So think about the main event scene right now, which is now on Raw, literally just Drew McIntyre and Bobby Lashley because the other guy who was part of the main event scene literally just got fired. I know. So there is no main event scene in like who's the other main event name name a name a guy on like, Raw. Uh, let me think right like, now who could go for the belt because you can't Randy say Orton. Because I will give you Randy Orton. Randy Orton. Yeah, it's, it's, but Randy Orton's in a tag. In a tag no, he yeah, uh, he's in a ta- he's in a tag team shtick with with uh, Matt Riddle. Um, <laughs> but like, yeah, I mean, you have people that you could elevate, but people that are currently could do, that believably you could go like, oh, maybe they will actually beat. Bobby Lashley for the title. Who's Outside the, of Drew, uh, the Intercontinental is the Intercontinental. Is it the U.S. title or the Intercontinental title? On U.S. Raw? title. U.S. titles on Raw. And that's Sheamus. 
And Seamus, Seamus could you could bubble him up. Oh yeah, I mean you you've got people on Raw, but again, like we're sitting here but like no one... you didn't you thought the Intercontinental title was on Raw, and you didn't even know who the champion. Who is the Intercontinental champion, right? You just said it was. Oh oh, uh, is it is it, uh, is it is it Shinsuke Nakamura? No, it's Apollo Crew on SmackDown. Really? Good for Apollo. Yeah. I didn't know he won the yeah. Good for him. Yeah, exactly. Oh, wait, I did know that because he's doing that yeah, weird, he... like, I have a Nigerian accent now suddenly thing. Yeah, yeah. That's his real, that's his real accent, Rick, and he's finally letting his real accent out. I mean, listen, I love M'Baku a lot, but I think, you know, hitting the M'Baku side of uh, Black Panther mm-hmm. today, not mm-hmm. as potent as, say, when Black yeah. Panther came out. Or yeah. maybe even, you know, when Avengers Endgame came out. Um, yeah. But yeah, I love him. I think he's one of the best characters in Black that, Panther, period. Exactly. Yeah. I'm I'm just waiting for, you know, them to completely run out of ideas as if the WWE haven't run out of ideas already. And just waiting for Apollo just to go, <laughs> Apollo forever. And like... That, that, that. <laughs> I'd be okay with that, actually. Like if yeah, it would this, you did like yeah. a, an O. Yeah. So like and it wouldn't be forever. It'd be like, you know, it's WWE. So they're always like, you know, the, they're, the, they're the parody of everything. So it'd be like Apollo Everlasting or something. That's actually pretty good. Apollo and, Everlasting. Yeah. Like the sun, I will never burn out. <laughs> Eternal Apollo. Until the next financial quarterly call. Or somebody gets apparently a hair up their ass and just decides yeah. to... I mean, he probably doesn't make enough money to even be noticed, but like, no, yeah, I don't know, man. It's I, I, so I have friends in the WWE to this day. I talk to them. It's getting to the point where every conversation is of not about wrestling. It's just yeah, not, it's about nerdy stuff. It's about you know what oh, I'm yeah. doing, what I'm doing with jujitsu, but it has nothing to do with the WWE and pro wrestling because. Yeah. I don't know about you, but I don't like talking to people while their world's falling apart around them. I no, don't want to I wouldn't either. Shit. Yeah, I, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I. Well, like, like circling back, like I know when Nick got fired, I didn't like. How do I? I didn't want to be like, hey, buddy, how's it? Uh, so, uh, so you got uh So I read on the dirt sheets that you got fired. How's that? How's, how's that, that going? Yeah, exactly. So, I just thought of something, but I want you to think of a three-man group in the WWE that three-man band. Three guys, uh, yes, they were very close. Okay, uh, but yeah, there's lots. There's lots of photos with them together, even to this day. Uh, and the three men in question are EC3, Drake uh-huh. Maverick, and Braun Strowman. Uh huh. What yeah. if I told you that only Drake <laughs> Maverick would be the remainder? And he got fired last year too, but they changed their minds. <laughs> you can't figure out how to make money with Ethan Carter the Third, Rockstar Spud, and one of your own homegrown fucking talents. Who's who's nine foot infinity and can run around and and, and can yeah. Who can sprint around like a motherfucker and can, you know, flip trucks that you've partially tipped over already and, you know, like... Oh, it, I'm gonna steal a line from WrestleTalk. This company. This company. Well, you know. This is, I mean, there's a reason why I don't watch. I, this is exactly why I don't watch anymore. And it's... It, okay, yeah, I, 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 could, I could be negative about the, the, you know, like, oh, the corporate side of it, blah, blah. 
but how do you get what's the point of watching and i think you kind of, you touched on it earlier what's the point of watching this company it how, why why am i going to get invested in it if if even at the top at the highest level okay yeah fine maybe it's hard to get attached to 205 live because you know somebody might just get fired randomly but what's the point of watching raw What's the point of buying the network and watching, you know, whatever, whatever the fuck, WrestleMania Backlash or, you know, SummerSlam Retribution for, uh, it, with a world title match with a guy who is, might be fired in a week? You know, it, it, that's the how, how is the, what's the point? How do you get invested in this company? That's the weirdest part. <clears throat> Everyone agrees that that three-man... Uh, uh, slobber knocker match between Braun and uh, and Bobby and Drew McIntyre was bonkers good. Everyone yeah. agrees. Everyone agrees. So it's not like he's not producing good. So are we going to find out in six weeks that he like I don't know shit in somebody's suitcase? And apparently we don't do that anymore. Like, Maybe. What? Yeah. May I don't know. I mean, yeah, there might be another side to this to the Braun Strowman story that like we'll that we don't know. We'll never know. We'll only get hearsay of. But I. Why, again, why am I going to watch? Why am I going to invest three hours of my life into watching a show that's not even good, featuring people that might not be there tomorrow? So the one—it's it, like it's I, like you—it's like why am I like? There's so many shows. Like okay, Jupiter's Legacy. I would have wanted to watch Jupiter's Legacy. It sounded cool. I would have liked it. Now it's canceled. I'm not going to waste my time now. Yeah, Unless, worry. yeah. It, why am I going to watch it? It's can't. It's I know that I know the end now. Like, the end is. So, how am I going to get invested? Yeah. I, I, well, come on. Yeah. Uh, so, there's there's no point into watching the WWE. <laughs> like, maybe NXT even. But even then, you, like, you can't even watch NXT because you can't get invested in these people. Because then they can just randomly, in case, you know, the old man up top gets a, gets a hair up his ass and decides to call somebody up. And then they sit in catering for six months, and then they get fired. Why am I going to care? Why should I? Why should I care about Adam Cole? Why should I? You know, because again, in 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 he, Adam Cole could get jumped over to SmackDown tomorrow. Or not tomorrow, tomorrow it's Saturday. But you know, he get you know Adam Cole could show up on SmackDown this week, and then and he could start this white hot program with Roman Reigns and you're like, holy shit, Adam Cole's going to be the guy. He's going to be the guy to take the belt off of Roman. And then in three months, they just fire him because it's a Wednesday. <laughs> and it usually is a Wednesday. I will say this. Uh, the one thing that the WWE has uh, on its competition, which right now is mostly AEW and for good reason, yeah. the one thing it has is that you can watch the WWE without having to jump through hoops. This is I true. I completely agree I, with you. I cannot watch AEW. I can probably yeah. watch Dark because it's on YouTube and it's easy Yeah, you can fun. watch Dark and Dark Elevation. You can, yeah. But yeah. there's, yeah, it's not, you. you know, it, there's a difference. There's a difference between, sorry. That's all right. They, they announced so many different opportunities to watch their programming, but none of it is easily accessible. And that's yeah. the one problem. I, you know, we were like, well, who are they going to sign? Oh, did, did Chris Jericho's contract run out? Fuck all that. Give me a way to watch your show in a, in a way that's modern. Like, yeah. I, envy, I envy our friends on Twitter, like Tara and Kat and all of them, because they have the ability to drive to Jacksonville and watch the shows, which to me 
based upon the rigmarole of trying to find AEW, fuck it. I should just drive there and buy a ticket. Like, that just <laughs> it would be, like it would be easier. It would be easier and cheaper for you to, to do that because your only other option is to call Spectrum and get cable. And, yeah. you know, and it would say the monthly payment you're going to make is you could have just gone to, yeah, you could have just so gone to Jacksonville. $25 a month to watch AEW, or I can drive two and a half hours and pay $15 for a ticket to watch AEW once yeah. a week. I don't know. Both of those end up being about $50 a month, give or take. One of yeah. them might be more exciting than the other, and I'd get to see people and hang out with my friends. So yeah. that is the one thing that I wanted to t- Not that AEW isn't good. I think it's doing fine. I think their programs are good. I think the wrestling is good. I think everything is good. Yeah. But Jesus Christ, why in this day and age, how is it this hard to watch that program? Yeah, you said you cannot watch AEW. There's a, the biggest difference between WWE and AEW is I cannot watch WWE because I just can't. I can't bring myself to watch it. With no, AEW, you are physically let me, incapable of it. Let me clean you up. Let me clean you up. Yeah. I cannot watch AEW. I do not watch WWE. Yeah, no, yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, yeah, there's no, and I've, and I've done, and I've tried to do like the research for you. The, and the only way that you can do it is if you use my spectrum login. (laughs) Right. And like, it's, but why you can't figure out how to get on Hulu. You can't figure out how to get on a streaming. How come TNT doesn't have a streaming service and oh, well they do. I'm not paying $8 for TNT. Like how is this possible? Yeah, the only way you can do it is if you have somebody's cable login, which is not feasible. Like, you, there's no, yeah, if, hell, even if it was, you know, a month late on HBO Max, you know, there's there's that, there's some corporate connective tissue right there. Like, yeah. it, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. That, that is one of the disappointing things about AEW is, as much as I love them, as much as they're a great old school company, they're also an old school company in the fact that you can't watch it anywhere and you have to pay $60 for pay-per-views. Like, I... You know, it's funny. It, it, it is funny that you mentioned, like, how come HBO Max isn't taking advantage of this, which is a good, a good, that's actually a good question because you have got, you've, uh, you've got uh, um, the WWE, you know, getting scooped up by NBC Universal. Like, is there yeah. too many things that connect that you can't put AEW on the HBO Max? I mean, it's I possible. Know. I mean, it might be like one of those things where it's like the CW stuff doesn't really show up on HBO Max. Either. You know, like Superman and Lois is only on there for like a month or so. And it, you know, because know. CW is also, also partially owned by CBS. And blah, 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 blah. You know, stupid corporate bullshit. Um, well, this is what happens yeah. when four people own the world. Yeah. So, but it, it, it's, you know, and obviously TNT, or, you know, Time Warner doesn't own AEW. They they you know rent out space to AEW, um but yeah i don't that's the it, I, I don't understand maybe when it goes on tbs it'll be easier to watch um is tbs a bunny ears thing i don't know i don't know I, it's I, just I one know. of those things where it's just but uh, the other side of the point is do i really i don't want wrestling to be appointment television appointment television yeah. to me is going to be big shit like loki or you know um, I, I don't know, something, something of that era, you know, like WandaVision was appointment television. AEW, yeah. I'm going to give you a heads up. Pro wrestling will never be appointment television. No, at least never again. It's just, no, no, there's no, there's no need. No. So I'm not. Wrestling is to... best viewed. Wrestling is a hundred percent best viewed at your convenience. 
if yeah. you know it, it exists it, it can exist as this thing that people go to and as it should you know like and and it's better for it you know aw feels better it was good before and it feels better now actually having people there but yeah i it, well right now it's it's like right now dynamite is preempted because of i guess the nba and so they're doing it for, from you know 10 to midnight on a friday but you know the fact that yeah i i watched the nick camarado gold dust uh bull rope match but i didn't watch it live i watched it after the fact and you know it that's yeah it should you know the live should always be there it should always be an option if you if you if you need to you know so you can not get spoiled i guess but yeah the, the, it should always the, the, there should be an easier way to watch it <laughs> I don't see how it's not. Yeah. All right, Jesse, I, I that's, enough, that's enough pro wrestling talk for one week. Uh, we yes. have some, some interesting pop culture news that we can talk about and uh, languish. The first and foremost is, uh, well, you might not be aware of this, but mm. I've got sad news. Oh, boy. Uh, just released yesterday, uh, September 2nd, 2021. Mm. A new series from Marvel Comics will officially debut. Jesse, are you are you... Are you sitting mm. down? Yeah. In your I... The title of this event will be The Death of Doctor Strange. <laughs> yeah. I actually have heard about this, but yeah. And then the second I saw it, I was like, oh, The Death of Doctor Strange. Okay. I'm sure that'll last all of. <laughs> Doesn't he have a movie coming out later this year? Like, <laughs> oh, I, I bet yeah. you it'll correlate somehow. Yeah. Imagine that. Oh, I bet Doctor Strange is a character they're really going to keep dead for forever. <laughs> he's going to break the comic mold, and he's going to be dead forever. Dead forever. That is that is absolutely. Has there ever been a comic book character that has been dead forever? Only Uncle Ben. Only Uncle Ben. <laughs> and even then, they'll figure out a way to dust him off every once in a while. Well, they, it's like Bruce Wayne's parents. Like, you know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't know if you know this or not, but I bet you in the new The Batman movie, uh, we're going to get a Bruce Wayne's parents getting shot sequence. Because Jesus. you can't have a Bruce Wayne story without touching on the, the trauma that he's in. The only time I want to see Bruce Wayne's parents get murdered is when the Teen Titans have to re-rewrite history and send Bruce's parents back down Crime Alley. That is the yeah. only time that I want to see that death again. Every, every Batman movie must have the death of the Waynes. God damn it. We must have this. So I'm I, sure, I'm yeah. sure that Doctor Strange, the name, and, and you know, it didn't say Stephen Strange. It just said the no, death of, of Doctor Strange. Yeah. I'm sure the death of Doctor Strange will have the same reverence and and tragedy as yeah. the death of steve rogers the death of tony stark the death of of course the death of superman how can you get the death of batman no, of course. yeah the, the oh yeah superman, superman definitely stayed 100 percent dead yeah super dead uh super dead. that was that was retconned to find out that superman was never actually dead he was just kryptonian and in a coma and we couldn't figure it out yeah because um, so we're just stupid dead. earthlings blah 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 you know i you know so it's funny you're mentioning the the parents dying and I, I do remember almost how some sort of like a big deal and the, this sort of sigh of relief thing that it was going to, that when it came out that Tom Holland's first Spider-Man movie was not going to kill Do Uncle Ben again. It was, we don't have to, yeah, he, it's weird. 
it's like the it's like pop culture knows that that character's origin is already good. Like we don't need it again. Like yeah, yeah. I I I I. If you know, maybe not thing one because I mean, if you just asked a random you know person who has zero connection to pop culture, you know what happened to Batman's parents, they might not know. Like I right. I, I will I will give them that, but you know right. thing two about comics or pop culture at all. Like, who, who doesn't know that Batman's parents were murdered and that's what sent Bruce on a spiral that eventually led to him becoming, you know, the knight. A sociopath. <laughs> yeah, a sociopath, yeah. A rich, a rich sociopath. A rich sociopath. Um, yeah. Um, yeah. So the death of Doctor Strange, Jesse Long. I, I, I am R.I.P. One love. <laughs> Ripping pieces. Ripping Rip pieces. pieces. Yeah, yeah. It, it's I'll have you... I will I will uh pour one out. There I go. I poured one have out. You, in this day and age of the speaking of course of the big two, um, do you believe for a second any of their characters are actually dead? No. Hell no. There's there was a book called Deadpool Kills Deadpool, and Deadpool's still alive. Yeah, well, that was a different Deadpool from a different I know, I know. And oh, I know. I love Deadpool. I love things. Deadpool Kills Deadpool. So, you know, it, was a, it was a fun... It was a fun... I, yeah, that, yeah, that was one of my favorite things to read. But, uh, yeah. Um, yeah. The idea that, like, I, I, to me, this is about as tone-deaf as you can conceivably get from Marvel's yeah. perspective. Like, we're going to do a death of storyline. Oh! Oh yeah, like, we're gonna we're gonna advertise it like it's like it's a big fucking deal, you know? Yeah, do as million do do as million death of storylines as you want, but yeah, they're gonna act like it's some sort of like massive comic event that's gonna have massive implications for all of Marvel and that will reverberate around all of Marvel. Shut up, man. Yeah, exactly. Just do the one thing you do right and renumber your books back to one, like you know. Yeah. <laughs> At least. Yeah. All new, yeah. all strange Marvel number one. There you go. Yeah, and here's yeah. the thing: give me that because I I was having this conversation with uh with a couple of folks and I had it with L. So I am I'm very weird, okay, and I admit this. Um, but I looked at Action Comics the other day, and it's mm. issue number ten thirty four. And I, I picked it up and I, I physically looked at that number and it was, it was listed as the start of a new arc, just like, yeah. you know, something. And I said, God, you know, I, I don't think we need to be numbering things in the thousands. And yeah. people were like, well, what happens when you reach like 1100? Like do, do a special issue that is number 1100. And then yeah. on the very next day, you go back to the very next issue, it becomes issue yeah. one again. Yeah, exactly. I agree with that. I do agree with that. Like, it's just, you know, it's just, I don't know. I'm sure there's ways that that doesn't work, but I'm sure there's comic book industry reasons why that doesn't work. But yeah, no, I, I mean, yeah, Marvel, I agree with you. Marvel doesn't give a shit and I'm all yeah. about it. So I love, I, right now I'm reading James T uh, Tinney and the fourth's Batman run. And mm. this is every, this is every one of my reviews of James Tinney and the fourth's Batman. The first, the issue one of the arc. Okay, issue one. Joker War issue one came out. It's boring as hell. I hate it. Issue two of Joker War came out. It's getting kind of interesting. There's things going on. Issue three of Joker War came I'm all for this. So this is the last issue of Joker War. It's terrible. Next <laughs> next series. Next series. Yeah. So issue 107. 
This guy, his name's Ghostmaker. He's brand new. He's awful. I think he's stupid. Three <laughs> issues into the Ghostmaker arc. Ghostmaker's the fucking best. Like, I love yeah. Ghostmaker. He's Three so issues good. in, and that's who, that's who you're going to be for Halloween this year. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, Miracle Molly, she just had her uh, debut. And I was talking to this with, like, comic book people uh, at, at the store, and they're like, well, why does Tinian keep creating all of these ancillary characters like uh, like Clown Killer, Miracle Molly, Ghostmaker? Why is he doing Toys, all this? Toys, cosplay. Like, what do you think's going to happen to Batman? <laughs> like, yeah. You think Harley yeah. Quinn's gonna die? Like, come on. Yeah, exactly. No, that, yeah, that's a good I point. You gotta have somebody to kill. So, I can get invested in a character I've never read before. But yeah. if you if you give me a copy of Action Comics where they're like, "Will Superman prevail?" I'm like, "Well, I don't know. I, I heard they're making another one of these, so probably." Oh uh, God! Will su- Will Superman? What you know? The question of the century: Will Superman survive? Will Superman win? In the end, ultimately, Rick, I have no idea. That's uh, I'm losing sleep over it. Is Superman yeah. gonna be okay? So, the, all of this sparks. There, there's your there's your new DC there's your new DC event. Is Superman gonna be okay? <laughs> Superman has a hangnail. Will he survive? <laughs> the man who literally can eat a star. I don't know. <laughs> um, but that's. <laughs> I, I just want DC to recognize that if you just go back to one more often than not, like, yeah. great example. Nightwing is being written by one of my favorite writers in the world right now, Tom Taylor. I love Tom Taylor. He loves me. Yeah. That's great. Lauren loves Tom Taylor. We love Tom Taylor stuff. He's a great writer. Nightwing, one of Lauren's favoriteest characters of all time, has yeah. a brand new arc that's, that came out. Like, so they stopped production on all books, of course, to do this future state storyline, which ended up being, yeah. I don't know, a pile of nothing like we all figured it would be. But, but then they were like, I, hey, Tom Was Taylor's it not just to make cool costumes? And was it not just an excuse to make cool costumes that are toyetic and, you know, gives, you know, something for cosplayers to do? I mean, probably. But anyway. like, anytime any, they, they do that, that's all I see. It's just like, oh, okay, cool. Here's a thing you can merch out now. Yeah, you remember when you were, like, telling me that everyone's going to be a mockingbird for Halloween or whatever it was? What was and it? I was like, what the hell? It was some character that was like a cross. It was like oh, it was cat. What wasn't it? Catwoman becoming Robin. Oh, Catbird. Yeah, Catbird. Cat. Yeah. Yeah. Well, at any. I'm usually wrong anyway, so it's fine. No, (laughs) but but you're not. You know, your point that you were making was valid. Yeah. Um, I don't understand why that. So you're you're coming out of Future State. I mean, Mm -hmm. the book has had two months off with no issues. So it's it was at issue seventy eight. That's where it ended. You're coming out of Future State. You've got a whole new creative team, a whole new storyline, a brand new writer, a brand new artist, everything. What issue number do you think that book should start at? It should be one. If it's no, a new 79. thing. Issue 79, 79. Is, issue 79. It is issue 79. Yeah. And I asked Lauren, and she was like, I'd like to read that, uh, Nightwing by Tom Taylor. And I'm like, yeah, I'm sure it's really good. And she go, eh, but I said, do you want to start at issue 79? Well, sure. And I said, and you're not going to freak out and need issues one through 78? She's like, I mean, probably not. Well, it, it makes it, it makes it, it's, it's, it's another, it's, you know, comics have long been inaccessible. And that's just another symptom of that. Like how, I, if you had told me, unless you specifically, you, Rick, or specifically told me, hey, there's this new Nightwing arc and, 
if you just said, hey, there's this new right-wing arc, go check it out. And I went to the store, I'm like, uh, I'm not going to un- immediately know to go to issue 79 of Action Comics. I'm going to, I'm going to, um, then then you shouldn't leave it to the comic book store employees to have a little sign that says new, new jumping on point or whatever the hell the stores are doing. I think that's right. That, um, I actually know that I designed the fucking graphic, um, <laughs> but, um, but yeah, so it shouldn't be inaccessible. If you want people to jump in, it should make it, it, I don't know, it should be easier to be more obvious. And I think, yeah, if if you're just going to change the numbering randomly and the numbering has no meaning, if you're just going to change it again later, it's not like, why not make it matter? Like it, yeah, it's not like they haven't renumbered Nightwing like three times anyway. Yeah, but, it's not like but, this is the only 78, you know, how many issues 78 of Action Comics have there been? Right? Like, let's be real. Like, yeah. I, 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 yeah, probably even 78, issue 78. But but somebody asked me, like, well, then, how, you know, what about all those other books? Like, you didn't read all of Hellblazer? And I said, no, I bought the trades. Oh, so yeah. you'll just buy the trades of Nightwing. I said, yeah, probably. probably. But, like, that's kind of annoying, though. Like, these are your options. Option A, yeah. start random issue number. Option B, wait for the trade to come out. Oh yeah, I mean that was that was me too. So like I I I I've long wanted to get into read go back and read the Shattered Grid arc from the Power Rangers comics. I'm a big Power Rangers nerd. I like the comics and I like the character and like you know I it just I, I'm I'm interested in that Lord Dracon run just because it's interesting. Um okay. and and I've heard good things about the comics and and I have read some Power Rangers comics but not a ton of them. And but I it's there's no easy. What do I do? I just jump in on. Go go Power Rangers issue twelve. Like I, I don't like I don't it, it. Or I'm gonna have to buy, or I'm gonna have to buy a book that you know the size of like War and Peace. Probably not the size of War and Peace, but I understand Probably. your point. Yeah, yeah. So. It's it's a weird it's a weird situation because you don't tell people, hey, um, you want to start Law and Order Special Victims Unit on season seven. Like, yeah. oh, what happened in seasons one through six? Well, there's a whole new creative team at the start of season seven, so don't worry about it. Oh, <laughs> yeah, oh, exactly. Okay. Yeah. Oh, all right. I guess I, I guess I won't worry. Well, yeah, it, like even even specifically Law and Order. So I, I saw they had their, their big crossover event where Stabler came back, and I'm like, oh, cool. You know what? I used to watch SVU. I enjoyed watching it. Oh, Stabler's back. But like, I haven't been watching it for years, and I know SVU. It's SVU. Like, there's no point. Like, there's no. <laughs> yeah. I, I could jump in at SVU at any point. It's not like I'm really missing it. Cop procedurals that are easy to yeah. just watch and not pay attention exactly. to. Yeah, exactly. I'm not. I don't. Yeah. yeah, I'm not gonna. I'm not. I, I, I couldn't turn it on, and I'm not gonna be like, oh, what happened to Benson last week? Oh, no. But you know, I. It, but there was definitely like, oh, you know, I haven't been watching for years, and so. Same thing. Yeah, Jesse Long, I have a question for you. What, sir? Nearing the end of the show. There are lots of things that we've talked about, but I need to know, yep. Jesse. Yes. What's pissing you off? What's pissing me off, Rick? Um, uh, I'm going to get a little after dark. I know it's early for after dark, but I'm going to get a little after dark, and I apologize. Uh, uh, what's pissing me off is condoms, Rick. And I'm going to tell you right now, and it's not about them specifically. It's the fact that... Uh, uh, so the other day we were, we were, we were just noticed the wife and I noticed, I was like, well, oh, we don't have any, you know, we don't want to have any more kids, but we don't have any condoms. So uh, I was like, go, and I told her, I was like, go buy some. And so she gets on the, the, 
Target app and she could set it for pickup. And it ended up not being able to be available, so they got them shipped to us. And so I, what's pissing me off is that these little young shits that are coming into their sexual age are never going to have to feel the shame of going to their store, their local, their local gas station or their public and, you know, buying the box and walking up to the, you know, walking up shame, either, you know, with nerve, like, like a heart full of nerves and a stomach full of butterflies to buy this pack of Trojan Her Pleasures uh, to, uh, to, 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 make, to make with the sex safely. They can just go on an app and they can just go boop, 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 and you can drive up the target and somebody else is just going to walk them up and put them in your trunk. That's what's yeah, pissing me off. These little shits are never going to know. Why even bother with that? Just go on Amazon, order <laughs> as many sex toys as you want because I love that the too. amount of personal massagers that are available. And you just click a couple of buttons and some asshole will come to your door and you can hide behind your door and then they'll bing the door and then they'll leave yeah. and then give it like 16 minutes to make sure there's no humans around. And you but even the then, the packaging won't, you wouldn't, you wouldn't even know that your neighbor's not even going to know. You can just open the door and they're not going to know that there's some nine speed, you know, <laughs> thing the with a on it. So like, yeah, yeah. It's like they're, you're like, my, my my kid's music teacher lives across the way from me. I really hope she's not outside right now. Um, but you know, she lives across the street from me. If there was a sex toy sitting on my on my my uh, doorstep from Amazon, I could just walk right out and be like, "Okay, cool, all right." Hey, how's it uh, going? Got it. This is my anal beads. Uh, Thanks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah. Just you know, just like random stuff from Amazon. Okay. Bye. <laughs> no, that's nothing. It's a B. You heard a B. <laughs> What'd you guys order? Oh, you know, I, I think we got like a some cereal or maybe another shirt or something. Like, I think we might oh, order yeah. like one of those nice novelty pillows for the neck or something like that. A giant twelve-inch pecker, things like that. You know, nothing really of interest. Yeah. But yeah, but so like, it just occurred to me that it was like these these little like you know these like seventeen, eighteen-year-olds that are like or younger. I don't know. I don't know what Kate, I don't know what age people have get laid at, but you know, it was 18 for 24. me. So, 24. <laughs> yeah, whatever. Um, you're like, are, are, you're never going to have that, like, that, that, that weird, that shame of like, I bought my first pack of condoms at the Publix that I worked at. Probably not the smartest choice, but like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know why that pisses me off. Good for these kids. And they're, you know, they're able to, their ability to do this without shame to the point where they might make bad choices to avert that shame. But you know, I don't know. That was my. That was the only. Uh, you know, that was my only stick in the mud. This. I understand. Yeah. That. What's pissing you off, Rick? Well, before before I get to that, I I, I want to say that I don't disagree with anything you just said because even to this day, <laughs> at almost forty years old, if I walk down the condom aisle of Target and I yeah. even look at them, I could feel three people like turn the corner and just stare. Oh at me. yeah. Oh yeah. No, no, no. Yeah, I, yeah, I've gotten really good. I've gotten really good at the. the... All right. Yep. 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 <laughs> it's like a frog. Like you got to be really still, and then a fly like lands within twelve feet of it. And it's just like. Yeet. <laughs> and you sandwich it between two like two like regular oh, yeah. items. You got to put like it between whole... like the Fruit Loops and the 
you, you got like Fruit Loops and then another box, and you like create a, a you make a like, you make a fort around it. Or no, maybe it was Malcolm in the Middle or something. Where like, excuse me, I'm trying to buy my uh, twenty pound bottle, uh, my twenty pound box of cat litter. Uh, and uh, some Danishes, and also these condoms. So I'm just trying to buy some very normal and then, everyday and, things. And then, and then you know, and you get through the checkout, and you know, like they're going through the thing, and the boop, boop, and this like 14 year old girl who you know it has to like scan your endless like, yeah. That's why self checkout was initially made so that people could scan their condom. <laughs> All right, you asked me what's pissing me off this week, yeah. and I'm going to tell you. Uh, what's pissing me off this week is the utter lack of clothing available for men. Just complete, I think I've ranted about this a hundred times and I'm going to do it again. So yeah, we're finally vaccinated to the point where maybe we can start buying things again. So we went, we unloaded a megaton of shit at Goodwill. We went okay. in, Lauren got a couple of new shirts cause she needs some new shirts and I'm in the guy set. Now, if you go to Goodwill, a Goodwill, mm-hmm. let's say it's the size of this box, right? Yeah, the exactly. The section starts here. And mm-hmm. ends here. And everything <laughs> else in Goodwill is available to you. But if you want a men's shirt, you start here and then you go to there. And that's it. That, those, that's the men's. Yeah. And then it's always the same 10 assholes. And we're all just staring at each other like, you see anything? No. You see anything? Man, I got a job yeah. interview. I'm getting something. Like, it's going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, because oh, I don't want to go to H&M for any number yeah. of reasons. And then I don't like paying crazy prices for clothing. I think clothing is one of the most overpriced things in the world. I think it's ridiculous. I know how much it costs to make this shit. I'm well aware. Yeah. I don't like the idea that like a good deal on Amazon is a nice button down for $15.99. I'm like, yeah. why? Why? So I'm in Goodwill. Lauren's getting a whole bunch of cool shit. She's, yeah, she's cleaning up. And I'm looking at the same 10 shirts. And I just keep... <laughs> And then I, I make like a giant lo- loop and I look through the tchotchke section and then I come back and Lauren's still finding more stuff. And I go back to the guy section. Start looking in the, start looking in the extra largest. Oh, you know, maybe some of these run small. I don't know. Start looking yeah. at the two X's like, uh, look over at the pants. Uh, make another loop. I swear to God, I, I touched everything and everything that I could. <laughs> And I did not find one goddamn thing. Lauren got a whole new, like, wardrobe for, like, $15, which is why I shop at Goodwill. Yeah. Um, but there was nothing. And I'm just like. <laughs> and it's not just Goodwill. Like, go to yeah. Forever 21. I dare you to go to Forever 21. A very. No, uh, but okay. A very, yeah. <laughs> yeah. A very, like, uh, uh, progressive store that is okay, understanding yeah. that everyone is not necessarily binary gender anymore. Yeah. Gender yeah. binary. Pardon me. Find the men's section. I dare you. I didn't even know they had a men's section, Rick. I'm going to be perfectly honest. I, I dare you. Go into any store. Any store that sells men's and women's clothing or however they want yeah. to, you know, document it. Find the men's section. Go to Hot Topic. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Yeah, no, no, 100%. You know, the, not, this isn't, yeah, like, it, not nothing against uh, the lady folk. But, yeah, you go to Target and the entire front half of the store is women's clothes. And then the men's section is, you know. It's like the size of a candy bar. Do you do you want some? Uh, do you want some? Uh, what should we call it? Tees? Uh, what do you, you want? Some print tees? Is that what you yeah, want? Yeah, lots of graphic print. T-shirts. You know, like yeah. something with like the NASA logo or the Taco Bell logo. 
or yeah, or or something referencing my childhood that on a shirt that'll never fit me and a shirt that's going to shrink on me the second I wash it. Yeah. I don't know. How what do you got in the way of nice button downs? Oh, they're $25 per yeah, shirt. I, yeah. I yeah, I have I have definitely um bought nice clothes from Target. That's the only place I would buy. That is the only place I've bought anything remotely resembling nice at is at Target. Uh, just, you know, have to go to like a wedding or, you know, we're going to be like, hey, we're going to have a nice dinner <clears throat> with, you know, such and such family member. You can't wear you can't wear your uh, you, you can't wear your wrestling nerds radio network T-shirt and a pair of cargo shorts. I'm like, oh, why? They're like, She's like, OK, go get a polo, you fucking baby. I'm like, all right. OK, there, fine. All right. And then yeah, I, I have to go there. And, and uh, for, even for me, it's because I'm. I, I, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a good, I'm a, I'm a big and tall boy. So, you know, so that, that's also like, okay, cool. So I can buy this black polo or this black polo. For $34. Yeah. For, for, yeah, for $34. I can, I can settle on this polo for $34 or I can settle on this polo for $35. Well, one of them is on discount, so it's only thirty-two dollars. That's true. Yeah, if one of them, yeah, if one of them happens to have like a clearance sticker on it, I'm, I'm, I'm definitely buying it. And it's only twenty-nine with your target discount. Yeah, exactly. <sighs> I know, but that said, if I had, I have, I have way more pairs of like Target Active shorts than I <laughs> than any one man should have. And I'm pretty sure everything I'm wearing at this exact moment also came from Target. Yeah, but that my point being is that uh, no, yeah, I agree. I just, I it, it it bugs me, and especially because I have to rebuy clothing uh, now because I'm about to head back to the office. So yeah, I don't know. We'll see. And also, you've lost a, a fair amount of weight too. So like, you've got like, you also there's you'd have to like rebuy stuff for your new body type and all that. Yeah, which is only going to last six weeks until I find ho hos. Oh, you. <laughs> Jesse, ask me what I learned this week. Ask me. What you, you learn this week? Jesse Long, I learned that you could buy red velvet cake Oreo cookies. Oh, not Oreo. Oh, sorry. my uh, God. Chips Ahoy. Chips Ahoy, Ahoy. red velvet. Oh, red no. velvet, Chips Ahoy. Mm, okay. Well, goodbye, everybody. <laughs> Hold on. Oh, sweet Jesus. Oh, gosh. Standing was a poor choice. Oh, God. Oh, Jesus Christ. Everything hurts. Okay. Here we go. Here we go. Oh, sweet Jesus. Look at those things. Oh, those look wonderful. Yeah. Okay. Hey, let me sit down. Oh, God. Nope. Can't sit there. Too high. Oh, Jesus. Oh, there we go. <laughs> Everybody, we're back. Um, so, yeah, that's what I learned this week. And I'm going to try those. And uh, I, I had to make a promise to myself that that is a dessert food. And yeah. I can only have two. There you go. That's smart. Uh, that's smart. I, I can open that and I can finish that before the end of this show. And I really <laughs> But I bet I could do it. Jesse, what did <laughs> you learn this week? Uh, I learned... Um, I learned that my kids don't know what the phrase last one, something like last one in the pool, last one here, last one there, last one is a rotten egg. Um, and right. it's been a, it's been a interesting spot of contention. 
for the past like week or so. Uh, so you know, we're in the pool. We're you know a lot of like getting in the pool, getting out of the pool, running in the pool, cannonballs, that kind of shit. The number of times I've heard my kids say, you know, last one is the rotten egg, and I learned very. And but then they're like getting upset at each other, and I really quickly learned that my kids do not know what that actually means. Like they don't really, and I've had to try to explain to them, but they don't listen because they're busy playing in the pool. Um, that you know, last one, last one ends a rotten egg doesn't mean. You know, it, it, you know it, it means like, come on, guys, let's go. Last one. Come on, hurry up. Let's let's do it. What my kids have taken that they have interpreted in their little child brains, last one in is a rotten egg means if you don't get, if you're the last one in the pool, you fucking suck and you're the worst and you're the, you deserve to die. And it's been, it's a very interesting just watching my kids find and misinterpret this like you know this this saying I, I don't think that's misinterpreting it at all i think you can is, right. is that is that your interpretation of it yes i think i think that you know everything is a, is a blood sport and at <laughs> no point in time should you ever uh see a loss to anyone win or die that has always been the way of america and by God, we need to continue so, that. Whatever you do, finally come over to my pool. And you're going to be in the pool. You can, like, shoot on one of my kids just to make sure you can cannonball in first. Listen, listen. If I have to establish dominance against an eight-year-old, then so help me God. They will yeah. understand what it means to be in a Kimura. Okay? <laughs> they will know. All right. If I have to, if I have to walk into your pool and take an actual shit in your pool so that everyone knows this is mine now, then <laughs> I'm a right dude. This is Rick's pool. You can fight me. You will lose. But this is Rick's pool. I will beat up anyone unless they're bigger than me or more skilled, in which case I will not challenge them. <laughs> <laughs> this is Rick's pool. Wait. This is his pool. That's fine. They're good. No, it's, they're good. it's that guy's pool. He's much larger than I am. I'm leaving. Excuse but me. But this is Rick's second. I'm second in line. I'm next in line if for he this leaves, pool. That's my pool. <laughs> Rick's pool. Anyone it's want true. to fight okay. me? Not hit. Not. I don't want to fight him. He's not. He, we've already decided. He's he's winning. Yeah. <laughs> Jesse, if somebody wants to get this really awesome wrestling is for everyone T-shirt uh, and other uh, accoutrement that Al and I will be wearing tomorrow and through the rest of Pride Month and in general, uh, coming up for Father's Day, I've got a very special shirt that Jesse made for me that I can't wait to debut. Yeah. If anyone wants to get a hold of things like that, wh what can you tell them? How Jesse Long? You know what? Get your shit in. You know what? You can find that amazing shirt designed by an amazing graphic designer uh, at fullygimmick.com. Fullygimmick.com. It's the fullest of gimmicks. Uh, you go there. There's uh, specifically the we've got the wrestling is for everyone shirt. There's a million other designs on there. A lot of them are done by me. Uh, the more fun stuff's probably not. Um, the more yeah, there's a, but there's a million things on there, and you should you should buy everything. There was a sale last week. You missed it. Um, but I'm sure there will be another sale again. Um, there, uh, th there will be more shirts coming. I am uh, behind on my fully gimmick design work. I am. There's a design for somebody that I haven't had a chance to get to, and uh, I've apologized to Zach at least three times for it already. Um, and there will be uh, a great many other things coming to fully gimmicked, and I will make sure to put them over as best as I possibly can. You can find us. At, uh, on Twitter at Team Hamifist, T E A M H A M M A F I S T. You can find uh, you can find the Rick Pile over at the Reed Pile, T H E R E A D P I L E. You can find our uh, significantly better 
uh, podcast friends at uh, the IndyCast, I-N-D-Y-K-A-S-T. And, and we've got a new member to the Wrestling Nerds Radio Network. We've got Kate Nix. Holy shit, Kate Nix. That's, she's fantastic. Yeah. Why the lullaby. Have anything to do with us? What? What was that? Why would she have anything to do with us? I, I, I got we, We're going to ride those coattails until they are tatters. Um, the Lullaby Lounge has, 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 there's a new podcast, audio only version of Kate's Twitch show, The Lullaby Lounge, which is now on the Wrestling News Radio Network. It's great. It's a wonderful, you know, there's songs and, you know, voices and talking and so much more talent than like one episode is, it, it has infinitely surpassed anything that Rick and I have done in the collective, collaborative, 15 years almost of wrestling nerds radio network let's uh let's not break our necks sucking the dick of this show so hard jesse long let's, yeah uh, exactly let's peel it back just a little bit if we <laughs> a little back look um no so uh definitely um listen to all these wonderful shows on there um and then i will say uh keep an eye on the internet title Twitter page, uh, something, something's happening. Something's going to happen. And, uh, hopefully, hopefully at least I'll, it'll show up on Friday. <laughs> I'm just, I'm really enjoying you, um, coming to the reality that this was a terrible idea as the sun is rising and is slowly blocking your eyes. And <laughs> oh, I, it's been, it's been that way for a while, Rick. I know, I know. That's why I've been keeping the show going so slowly is I wanted to watch you become more and more miserable. Oh God! Directly into the sun. Yeah, I could. It just—it makes me laugh. No, no, the sun's that way. Sun's that way. Let me see. I gotta avoid the sun. I am a, I am a pale goth boy at heart, and I can't let the sun touch me for too long. Otherwise, I will sizzle and I will smell like uh, fried chicken in Bath and Body Works. You were always gonna smell like fried chicken. That's that's just that's my natural like. Oh dear. Yeah, Yeah. Exactly. You're funk. For the American dad-ass Jesse Long, I am the Sussman, Rick Sussman, reminding you all that after 15 years of doing this show, I finally have a good end line, and it is, you can't spell MMA without Team Hammerfist. Holy shit, why did that take so long? <laughs> and you said it wrong. No, I said I said it intentionally. You can't spell He's MMA a... without Team Hammerfist. Okay, okay, there we go. All right, good. Yes, 15 years on. That's that's the joke. That's the joke. Okay. Yeah. There we go. All right. All right. To make Jesse's uh, OCD better, you can't spell Team Hammerfist without adding MMA. So there we I go. am, of course, the Sussman, Rick Sussman. We will be back in two weeks' time for more anger and despondence and probably talking about movies that we're not going to see. Probably. Jesse Long? Yes. I believe it's time for you to take us away. Yes. Such an ass. Such an ass.